Rolling Stone Podcast. Okay, so first of all, can you read my shirt? Uh, Big Daddy's Gaslights? Big Daddy Don Gaslits. Oh, it's just um, great because it says Big Daddy. <laughs> I, I actually like the latter end, um, how you are walking around with a shirt that um, says gaslight on it. Yeah. I Yeah. You are the, the gatekeeper of, of big daddies. Mm-hmm. I also like to, I, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm an active gaslighter. I like to practice my gaslighting every once in a while mm. on really like inane things. Oh, yeah. You That's may explain like all of this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just like really kind of make other people think that like they did something wrong or like, but again, in in, like just not really important scenarios, like small things like, yeah, like something like disappeared or got lost or got eaten. And I'm like, Mm. well, I I don't even like that. Yeah, Mm. I think in the best way you are a feminist. Yeah. You were you um, were uh gate gatekeeping the mundane. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, you're I only also, minorly inconveniencing people. You're not like completely destroying this uh equitable yeah. society we're trying to create in 2022. You na- not the uh, knocked the nail on the head, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yes. First of all, on that topic, I realized that especially at work, there's like a lot of people that like I just don't know or who are new and like I don't interact with, and so I or I care to learn who they are. Don't give a shit at all. No. And uh, you're looking at them, and you're like, "You'll be gone in two weeks. I'll still be in this hellhole." Some of them um, will like every once in a while, like very minorly bother me, and I will hold that grudge. And I was thinking about it from like their perspective, where like it's this random guy who's like above them on the totem pole and i just stare at them like with like evil in my eyes and they're probably like what the fuck there's one specific kid who we're remodeling our bathrooms right now so the like guest bathrooms are outside in a trailer (laughs) they're actually really nice there's like music and air conditioning in there but we have two employees wow that's uh, way better than my apartment yeah, so there's like uh, air conditioning, toilets. <laughs> I have to be in the shower. So, yeah, you know, it really they're all types of perspectives. Um, there's one kid who I was trying, I just trying to take a shit in peace the other day, and he knocked on the door like three times. And for it just set me off. I was so, I was like, there's obviously someone in here. You tried the yeah. door, it was locked. Why are you still knocking? Yeah, he's trying to jimmy his way with the uh, the bobby no pin way. that's holding back his man bun. Yeah. Jimmy the door open. And so now I just give him a dirty look every time I see him, and he's probably so confused by that because he yeah. probably did not think that that was anything of even. <laughs> You're like, you may be the one who knocks, but I'm the one who shits. Say my goddamn um, name. Versi uh, found a dead guy the other day. <laughs> Ooh, a little standby me action. I love it. She was uh, she was walking out behind there's like a the McDonald's next to us and our apartment complex. There's like a parking lot behind nothing it. better than a dead body in a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> nothing and she just saw better. 
Sure. Okay, so she just did a reenactment for me. Just I know real she, good radio. She was the dead body in this on the ground. So there was like a large boulder, like like a big, you know, like the ones that they like at if you go to like a national park or like a scenic yeah. like pull off. Um, yeah, there it's not like a boulder parking lot. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good size boulder, yeah. and that's a nice uh, boulder. He was back there with his knees on the ground draped face first over the boulder and then his backpack was just next to him open so this is this is uh the corpse is on his <laughs> knees draped over a rock yes with back your classic open. sleeping position was there paraphernalia um there was I'm going to be honest, the producer was not particularly interested in investigating further. Yeah, the, her keen eyes really ha- weren't working um, as soon as she laid them uh, upon a cadaver. Yeah. yeah, so she called the police and the police promptly arrived with a coroner van and just kind of cleaned up the situation and everyone so, went on with their day. <laughs> really? Okay, so here's my here's my question. Here's my question. Did... At any time, these police officers think maybe this white woman killed this man. Like, she just got off scot-free. Nope. They didn't. Christ. She literally called the police and walked away. And they <laughs> just, just came and got the body. And we're like, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever need to kill someone. Yeah. Just call 911 yourself and walk away. And then just call 911 and leave. And then put an egg in your shoe and beat it. <laughs> i we are living in the future because like just like the 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 simplicity to uh, like something that would be on dateline the like just when about your dayness of this is we are truly living mm-hmm. in the future like this is 1980 this is wally's future just yep. like, ah, another one died and then like yep. Some it chimps gets like sucked in a up hover. a tube and yeah. you don't think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These chimps that come out of like a hover ambulance, like come like hop, yep. hop, up, and they throw him on like the back. Yeah. Oh. Or they just, yeah. A, yeah. a tube comes and sucks him up and launches him off into into space where the rest mm-hmm. of our dead bodies jettisons be going. him out into the void. <laughs> Here, here's, here's a thought that just um, popped in my head, but I'm going to act like it's been there for a while. Um, I think there's so little property and prop property um price and you know the 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 ability to buy a house is like skyrocketing and it's like crazy like the housing market is unbearable and buying free land is also really expensive i think we need to take all of uh the land back from uh the dead people that are living in our ground in the like cemeteries and whatnot we launch them into space Mm -hmm. They're like, they're not going to, if we shoot them up high enough, they're not going to come back back down. down. (laughs) Yeah. They'll burn up in the sun. They'll be like, they'll like collect like flies to a light on the moon, maybe. And Um, honestly, if we do it strategically, we may actually, it may be like the solve global warming thing where we just, we create like a wall of skeletons. Yeah. In between us and the sun. Yeah. 
every once in a while, like a, a, a human shaped shadow shines on our sun, <laughs> shines on our earth rather, just because the sun is hitting it. We get a we get a couple of eclipses because, you know, yeah, instead of instead of solar, eclipses, hand. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's just a couple fingers. It's just shadow puppets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We can send them up there in like this, like with like the like their hands tied, bound together, um, and so they can give us a show. You're like, oh, there's Uncle Jim. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know that one. Yeah, <laughs> I did that myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think like I mean, it would l- definitely like lighten. Like truly, if you were to, I know like we're biodegradable. We are, um, you know. We're better than the straws that were thrown into the uh, the ocean. Our bodies are biodegradable. How, if we were to get rid of every dead person remains that are still on this earth that are intact to an extent, like the bones are still there, like all of the human bones that are still intact on our earth, like would it make the earth rotate faster because we're lighter? If all of the dead people in every corner of this world just weren't on the earth anymore we had launched them into space i think would time would be time travel is that how that works we just spin savings anymore yeah we exactly that's (laughs) that's what congress was trying to do they're just they (laughs) were one step away from launching these dead bodies into space already gotten we're preparing for the bodies to be yeah you know sent off is that how that is that how that works? If we spin faster, are we going through time faster? What if one day was actually like currently our two? Where actually it was like every six hours the sun like set. So I mean, like you know I'm saying? theoretically, because time is a constant, us spinning faster wouldn't actually change time. It would just mean yeah. that our days went faster. Mm. <clears throat> What what would happen if the sun came up and went down twice every day? That's what I was saying. Like every six hours, it was so like our our 24 hour cycle. We had two sunrises and two sunsets. I, what would happen then? We would. I mean, I, think I don't the, I don't know that anything would change. I think the Spaniards have already been doing that with their little siesta that they have in the middle of the day. Um, I think they're just pretending that there's two sunsets and two sunrises with they when they take a, a nap in the middle at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah i mean i'm we need to adopt that shit dude yeah this whole like 40 hour work week thing that's the thing that i think the the europeans really like hang their hat on is that we are they, they are working in office more or longer days because they get to have a nap in the middle that's like a two-hour yeah. nap so you get more done. And then they if they only work four days a week, then it's like boom. Yeah. You go you go nine to one, and then in in theory, you could go like three to seven. seven. Yeah. Three to eight. Add an extra hour on. I'm fine with that. I get I I I'll I'll eat dinner at eight. Also, imagine how convenient that would be if you just didn't take a siesta. Dude, if you if you use that two hour break well, like you go to the gym and have lunch. Oh my god! Yeah, I would actually be going to the gym again. Yeah. Instead of 
instead of plopping my ass down on my couch, exhausted eating Cheez-Its. Yeah. What kind of, what is the best Cheez-It flavor? Oh yeah. This it's extra toasty. See, the, I have a, a mild form of autism, I think. And I don't like powder on my fingers. Someone Richard said, the white cheddar Cheez-Its are the best flavor. He's not wrong. They taste amazing. But yeah. I have a, uh, I hyper fixate um, on the stickiness so and the texture on my fingertips. I don't like this it. This is a discussion uh, we have been having recently more over Cheetos at work. Mm. The Cheetos ideal is another one I try to stay away from. Is chopsticks. Mm. I've seen that done. That's Harvard a game Square. changer. Yeah. I'm, I mean, then, but then again, in my brain, uh, for the folks at home, if you hear crinkling, I am uh, going to take a COVID test live on air. Um, I, I, I potentially could have been exposed over the weekend. I already Same. took one today, but I'm going to take another. I feel like so COVID, this is, a, okay with me. this is a, we've really kind of just, the Trump presidency has exposed us to the you can cover up any news by doing something worse. Mm. So if you don't want something to be like a forefront in the news, you just do something worse. So like COVID's coming back fully. Like are you, are you asking me that? No, like everyone has like, it's been yeah. close to everyone lately. I still don't have it. Um, no, I still don't have it either, but it's going around my store like wildfire. <clears throat> Again, well, I'm glad we're on what, Zoom call. Right but now. my point being, but like everyone's very concerned about um, kids getting shot at school and uh, also the Supreme Court potentially banning abortions that like everyone's like, mm, as well as the economy just fully crashing. <clears throat> and everyone's like, yeah, COVID's really not real anymore. Yeah. And also everyone, I feel like everyone's vaccinated. So it's like you basically get the flu for five days. Exactly. Yeah, it's how it a, works. It, it, we're at the point now where like just make it. We got the flu. I don't want to miss work because of it. Like, yeah, I'll take the day. But like there's a, there's still this there's still the covid stigmatism. Yeah. See, I am uh, on the opposite side where I'll gladly take it because five days of paid leave sounds fire. Oh, my. I have. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We get too far up the sinus. That's oh, a cripes. The uh, for the makes the eyes at, water. For the felicitors at home, oh, I'm on the left nostril. Oh, and I hit gray. I hit gray matter up there. Holy whoa! I uh, I I stole this from a child. Uh, this at home <laughs> test. They give it to some of my some of my kids who like sign up for it. And you they know, like had it in their backpack thing... and they were like, uh, Mr. Like, what do I do with this? And I go, hey, uh, lucky, uh, lucky me. I need one right now. So I'll take it. Um, so do you remember how the U.S. government sent out COVID tests? Yes. To, like each residence. My the wonderful and brilliant producer took all of them. Mm. I may have asked this question so the other do day. COVID I was like, tests expire. Like, is there a shelf so. life to a COVID test? Fuck if I know. Is there a shelf life to a fucking Twinkie? No, those in cockroaches cannot withstand nuclear nuclear explosions. 
but um smart truly smart on her because we we ran out when sarah had covid i was taking like three a day um so we ran out quick but um this is gonna be my second one that i've no, taken not so smart far. of her i like got exposed to covid potentially this weekend and didn't have a covid test to take and so then what'd you do i didn't take one <laughs> i forgot about the exposure <laughs> I said I feel fine and I moved on with my life. I know, like I have no symptoms. Uh I, I went out, I'll tell you off air for the protection of that this person. Um on Saturday I went out and um this morning I got like eight like eight o'clock. Uh they texted me and it was just like, hey, so I got symptoms. I started feeling them on Sunday. We went out on me and the people went out on on Saturday and uh I, I was feeling symptoms on Sunday, took a test late last night and it's positive. So test yourself. And just so you know, like we were together and I'm like, book. And then I stole uh, middle schoolers at home test. And uh, I had some boogies on my swab this morning. I was good today, but uh, I, I, I think I put a whole boogie yeah, you got to pick oh, your nose real clean before you like get a, up in there. Like a dry <clears throat> boogie into the test tube this morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I tested mean, negative what better this morning. Way to sample, and, dude. Yeah. Like, I might honestly, as well. Yeah, I, I should have just. COVID test should be just pick out a booger and flick it into the and, tube and, and see what flick happens. it into the tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that point, um, we're like mixing, mixing, mixing compounds. Yeah. Uh, in a, a different lane of thinking, I've been getting aggressive Instagram advertising for uh, primarily, let's say, June-themed uh, SCD testing and prep clinics. And I'm okay. like, what the fuck did my algorithm pick up? Yeah, so, sun's out and Duncan starts to nut yeah, anywhere dude. he wants. Yeah, and dude, just, just like prepare me. your... And it's protect yourself out there, I Duncan. Wish, I, I'm gonna see if I can find one because they're very funny. Um, they're all like shirtless gay guys, and it's like get tested. So hunks, yeah, dude, it's yeah. sick. Some hairless hunks. <clears throat> oh yeah, no, not a speck of hair on any of these gentlemen. Let's see. I'm just gonna scroll Instagram for a while and see see what we can come up with. They're so the FBI agent, phone. the FBI agent that's been watching you through your phone, um, you you said something in some sort of conversation to believe for for him to assume your orientation. And now you're getting all the uh, the uh, Pride Month advertisements. Yeah, he was like, hey, this guy is in danger of sucking a couple dicks soon. Yeah, this guy seems to be swing both ways. It says he's been he's been buying. uh uh, condoms and birth control for a woman, but then also talking about dicks. What's up with this guy? What's up with that? Uh, results are in, folks. Jackson's negative. I thought it took like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's already showing the thing. The no line still in... follow on Instagram. What's that? You know who I still follow on Instagram? Um, Bill Cosby, uh, Christmas Abbott from like Big Brother, like two seasons ago. Oh, with her gun, with her gun yeah. tattoo. Yeah, what a horrifying woman. 
that's <clears throat> that's a, a strong case for uh crazy can out trump hot hot yeah 100 percent. she's a sociopath yeah. yeah she um she's probably on a list somewhere a hundred percent she's on a list somewhere um also speaking list. of your mild autism um this is something that I've been, we've been discussing kind of at length lately because we started watching Love on the Spectrum, the U.S. edition. Yeah. Which is, in my eyes, it's a competition to see who can make the least eye contact. <laughs> yeah. it's That's a fun drinking game. Every time that they do... They, they happen to cross <laughs> cross paths with each other. <laughs> you have to finish your beer because it's very limited. The, yeah, the time rare. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a very endearing show. First of all, I'm like, oh, you, it's a feel good. You you find something about yourself where you're like, oh, I relate to that. Um, mm. I'm self diagnosing. Um. <clears throat> everyone is where that's why it's a spectrum everyone yeah. is <clears throat> there's two types of spectrums out there when you want to identify yourself and i would find myself at the middle of both yeah uh <laughs> one leaning farther the other way and um our hey listeners you'll never know which way i'm leaning because it changes Happy day to day it Pride changes month. It changes on my mood because I am also bipolar. <laughs> um, I don't remember where I was going with this really at all. But love on the spectrum. Um, did you, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen episodes. Okay, yeah, because there's some I, and really the, the outstanding TikTok, couples. <clears throat> the TikTok clips where it's just well, well, Mary. It seems we both have autism, don't we? Yeah, it's just like or he's so like proper. when they when they he's talk such a gentleman. Him. There's one girl who like first date they like said i love you to each other and then kissed and then broke up like a week later and the guy was like i don't understand but, but see and here's she, the thing. she was like i just i don't feel it i think a lot of a, a lot of the world looks at that and goes like oh my god like this is a train wreck being in the profession i am the for the two of them to meet each other and to say exhilarating like they will never forget that tiny moment and for people who are on the spectrum tiny moments are fluttering like they they can hyperfixate on certain things but and they yeah. will hyperfixate on that beautiful moment for themselves the i mean it was also like and i mean this in such like a non like malicious way it's yeah. it's comic gold because she said I love you. And he looked at the producers and he goes, can I have a second? And then walked off camera. <laughs> oh, I do remember this. I do remember watching that. And yeah, he needed like a moment to like, not only process because he doesn't need that time. Yeah. His IEP says so, but um, because it's a huge moment, like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Someone else that I'm not related to has said that they love me. Yeah. No. And then there's, yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, the interaction with people outside of, um, like their like the little contestants, world. yeah, yeah. So like it's like obviously like the producers and like the quote unquote contestants, and then, and the then family. like when they like there's one episode where like they go to a zoo with and like feed lions, and the person who's like the, the lion, lion handler is yeah. like very does not know how to yeah, deal with the situation whatsoever. 
it's uh, bo- it's 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 the what type of dog is this and it's a tortoise and the some of it is uh well there's one guy who who is his only like a like speaking like way of speaking is he speaks as if he's on the radio live on air at all times oh so he's like selective like verbally selective it's incredible dude i love that it sounds like yeah he's announcing he's about to like announce what uh billy joel song is coming on next (laughs) he's perpetually a radio jockey yeah it's incredible. I wish I could pull up a clip. I mean, I can pull up a clip. He's, I mean, he's money. He just dude. comes, he just comes sliding, sliding into frame. We're back yeah. with the 9201, the donkey and the boys. <laughs> no, Will you have lot. dinner with me? Coming right up after <laughs> Billy Joel's Vienna. It's a lot more like old classic style where he's like really deep and like wilting. Oh, yeah. I prefer the the donkey. No, in the <laughs> I do. That is a great character for some future bit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he's so he's like he's like like uh what is it called like uh, pas- uh there's like a term for it like he talks like uh like man see like uh, welcome to L.A. a little bit yeah yeah what is that I, called I that's like. If I can find a clip of uh, it, like, like, uh, 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 like Eastern Atlantic is like a transatlantic uh, accent where uh, it's he's like stuck in like the forties. No, this isn't it. Yeah, he's definitely stuck in the forties. It definitely sounds like I say radio in like the um. In the the sense of like the 1950s, like he was speaking into like a Bruce Buffer style microphone, and oh. you know you you couldn't watch television. Yeah, I I, I follow. Danny. Yeah, there there's a lot of stuffed animals. Um, oh, there's well, of a course. couple people who are like really pretty normal. Steve. Oh, Steve. His name is Steve. Yeah. Steve. Do they reveal last names on the show? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. David and Abby are great. They're both in love with lions. That's like their favorite animal. They, their not? first date is. Um, is Is the lion feeding? Yes. No, actually they go to they go to like a different zoo and they just like walk around and like look at birds. Sounds like something uh you and I your would family do. do quite that often. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um oh, I don't want to leave that. No, no, no. Um j- to pivot um quite harshly. Uh, have you watched or seen The Boys on Amazon no, Prime? But I do know who it is. I know about it. Uh-oh. Oh, they do have, dude. Why? How are we still? I don't understand why Zoom is now has a forty-minute limit on this. Oh shit! It's ridiculous. 
Okay. Well, I'm gonna try we, to update. Yeah, I got. I have more um, to say past this ten minute timer. So, um, but I was. Uh, I've been watching the boys. Um, it's superheroes. It dunks right up your alley because it is uh, abhorredly violent and funny and like just dick and poo poo jokes galore. The new season just came out and they dropped three episodes um, out of like eight um, right on uh, this past Friday on the third. The first scene is a recap of to, to catch people up. The second scene is a large cocaine filled mm. party um, <clears throat> where uh, two uh, gay men um, are, are in a relationship and uh, one of the gay men is one of the superheroes called the termite and he can grow big and grow small. Um, they proceed to get uh, hot and heavy, if you will, and the termite shrinks down to a very small size and then proceeds to climb his way into his partner's urethra. They show it. And previously, they had been doing cocaine. And uh, while in said urethra, the termite sneezes and grows back to full size and then completely explodes his boy within oh. his boyfriend. And you just it's just <clears throat> all there on television. That's so it, brutal. It is stupid. It is funny. It is disgusting. And you need to start watching the show. Okay. Deal. Um, I do. Richard and I have discussed sounding quite, quite a bit. Oh, uh, where have I been? Not pro obviously not uh, at your long nights of, of uh, discussion on Correct. rainbow six. Um, no, uh, it is definitely one of the most horrifying things I think you could oh, yeah. possibly do. Yeah. Like I remember in my YMH days, there was a guy who did it with like a drill. <laughs> I, um, uh, go on, I guess. Yep. <clears throat> so that I mean, that's really all. Yeah. Well, this was a, a, a television show with superheroes and like this man shrunk to, but they truly like they show the penis flop onto this table and you see him struggle his way through the pee hole. What do you mean struggle his way through the pee hole? The, ter the little man, the termite goes into oh. his, the, the pee hole. Oh, they show it. Is it a they, is it a good sized dong at least? Well, it's from his perspective. So he it, the in any case he's tiny. He's like you know centimeters tall, and he's going into an enormous. Of course, it, the dong looks big because it's meant to be to look big. And he sneezes and completely like opens up, and it's. I guess it would be anatomically correct. He completely explodes, and all that is left. Is this boyfriend's like, sh like, uh, shin bone down to his feet, 
and then the very top just portion of his torso and that flops onto a bed and it's just him with his arms like that and like the the termite is naked as well completely covered in blood and is like and then uh he gets into a fight with like the main character i mean this is impeccable yeah there is supposedly i hope i don't spoil for people who have been watching the boys um i guess one of the episodes is like been talked about since they've started doing the show the first season and they said we're going to do what all like the comic it's a comic book too what all the comic book fans want us to do but we'll do it later seasons and they're doing it this season it's called the hero gasm and it is in the comics like a 10 issue comic run of just superheroes just full-on orgy for like 10 comic episodes so people are very are, are excited. Are we talking like Rule Thirty Four? Yeah, like yes, <laughs> but it, they're going to have a live action version, and it's just absolute. Like anyone and everyone is is um, knocking boots, if you will. Um, you ever get into any Rule Thirty Four? Like f- for my own alone time no or just even for just a laugh curiosity yeah. yeah yeah one of those uh one of those youtube channels i watch uh that i've told you about the dude they review movies and whatnot every once in a while they will ju- just go on rule 34 of the movie that they just watched like they'll watch f- friggin like who framed roger rabbit and then they'll be like all right rule 34 for who framed roger rabbit I mean, that was probably my first boner. Yeah, I think we have we talked about this on on air. Probably. I think also um, my. uh, It was the uh, who's the girl from. uh, Wedding Crashers. Um, she's also in Sherlock Holmes. Emma Adams. Oh no, uh, isn't it uh, Amy Adams? Mm. Amy Adams. But uh, no, isn't it um, what's her name that she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen? Who? The woman that's married to Sasha Baron Cohen. Okay. The meeting now has unlimited minutes. <clears throat> Don't want to brag you. or anything, but thank you. Um. I'm not looking up that. I'm looking up something else. I'm looking up Teen Wolf because that was my, the 1980s movie was my first. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. There you go. Who's Sasha Baron? Who's Borat married to? Isla Fisher. I love Fisher. Isn't she in Wedding Crashers, though? She is. They're both. Yeah, I was gonna say she's the crazy one that I that I had. I was. Uh, fine Wait, over. there's a confirmed Sherlock Holmes three with RDJ. Yeah. Duncan, you uh, this is your, like your wet dream. 
dude this is as of like the other day dude what this article was the may 30th 2022 HBO Max and Warner Brothers are looking to expand the universe with two potential spin-off TV shows. Each of the yeah. series would focus on a new character rather than established ones, but they could be introduced in the third movie. See, I think who who made the first two Sherlock Holmes movies? Like what what company? It was uh Guy Ritchie was the director and it was mm. Warner Brothers, I think. So here's here's my um, concern. There were, so they were they were set to start filming December 2021, and then COVID pushed it back. And mm. then Downey had another project that he was yeah. doing. So now it's like it's happening. Yeah. See, here's my concern. I think we are in a time where if if you're trying to make a franchise, uh, like IP with like movies and and TV shows and everything, if it's not Disney or like Netflix doing it, it's may crash and burn. I feel like Guy Ritchie, unless Guy Ritchie's tagged with the Sherlock Holmes, um, like series, like the spinoff series, I don't think it will do well. Like I only think the stupid money conglomerate of Disney no, I disagree. Is the only one able to finance and make all of these, like all of, like these franchise spinoff movie things, good. No, you don't. You don't agree. HBO. It's te- it's tied to HBO. Peacemaker oh, was. Fantastic. Oh, it is tied to HBO. Yeah. Oh, okay. HBO yeah, I heard, and I heard... Warner Brothers is doing it together. Uh, maybe. Maybe that's a big conglomerate. And also, I mean. HBO is responsible for that Suicide Squad movie that didn't suck absolute dick. Yeah, I have still haven't seen any of those. The Peacemaker or this. Peace- the, I haven't seen either of the Suicide Squad. Actually. Peacemaker goes in a real different direction than Suicide Squad, but it's fantastic. Isn't that the one? Don't is there nudity in that? That yeah, scene, Peacemaker seems real close to what the boys is. So if you like Peacemaker, yeah. you might like the boys. Yeah, I mean, they're both HBO, aren't they? No, but the voice is Amazon Prime. It's and Daddy Amazon, Bezos. I think, owns I, HBO. Have you sworn off Daddy Bezos? No, I will never swear off. I don't really order much from Amazon anymore, though, because I work no. in a large, mm. unnamed big box. But I think store. that's why. You know, that <clears throat> chip is that they implanted in your brain the first day you no. got into that truck. The that's evil, still. The evil man is uh, Walmart and the Koch brothers. Yeah. I, I think keep your that, eyes on the prize. I think that Bezos, uh, when as soon as you stepped into that Amazon truck those years ago, he implanted a chip in your brain. And he's just waiting to execute Order sixty nine so that you kill all the Jedi. Yeah, um, it's no, it's um, Mission Report nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> what do the numbers mean, Duncan? <laughs> they mean everything. Um, and then you be you begin a communist fascist res- regime. Out I of begin, Nashville, Tennessee. I begin one. Today yeah, I said something. You are the sleeper cell. You're agent zero of this, of this, uh, of this uh, whole organization. I said something about communist propaganda, and one of my coworkers looked at me and goes, "I think you're a communist." And I was like, "Go on." I was I. 
Some, <laughs> somewhere along the lines the other day at, at lacrosse practice, some kid yelled, I ain't no commie coach to like our head coach. That's so I was like, what's going on over with the offense? <laughs> what are they talking about over there? Offense is getting some places, dude. They're about to run a blitzkrieg. Yeah, we're over here working on footwork. <laughs> over on the offensive end, they're working on a manifesto. Yeah, dissecting the uh, various economic situations yeah. of different governments. Yeah. They're trying to foil capitalism from the inside out. I mean, is that a bad idea? Is it, it was, I, why, 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 how did we go down this? Because I, why did I claim that Jeff Bezos wanted you to start a communist regime? He's like live and die by the, by the dollar bill. He's a commie. I mean, uh, he's a capitalist. Yeah, no, Jeff Bezos is fully a capitalist. And also yeah. he's a fake bitch, dude. Did you he seen that guy recently? Space? I don't Did he? I thought I he Elon did. was going to space. Dude, they're all ridiculous. Richard Branson went into space, and that, is, that guy's old as shit. But what were you saying? He's a fake he fraud. That. He's a liar. No, he's he, just, he, he got a lot of work done on his like face, and I think oh, he got like yeah, liposuction. Dude. Yeah, he's turning himself slowly into, the, into Palpatine. He just wants to live forever. He's got Snoke clones of himself. I also appreciate that he, he really just, took the l on like half of his fortune to just go marry a hotter chick he's 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 uh he's good for it yeah i mean like like, what is he he seems like one of those people not elon because elon wants to they both want to flaunt it but i think bezos is a step above elon where i think he was like oh no my ex-wife and my ex-wife took half my money wink even though he's probably like he has a wakanda secret country somewhere in yugoslavia that we have no idea about does your shirt say kkk on it no does it say xxx yes i think so oh i just want to clarify um i had a point about them about Elon and Jeffy. Oh, the the thing that's getting forgotten about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is that allegedly Musk made Amber Heard freeze her eggs for him. For Johnny? No, for Musk. Elon? Yeah. Um, it's news to me. Why? Have they like, had this torrid love? I mean, I know the elevator story, but have they had like this torrid love affair? I think so. Damn. <clears throat> well, I mean, you have things to say that you will like because you were just mumbling from the other room. No, I mean, I'm happy for Johnny because now I because now I legally constitutionally get to play, be a victim. I am a victim. That's what that court case means. Hey, breaking news. They're keeping the girl puppy from the producer. What? 
her sister's dog had puppies and they're keeping the girl uh, puppy. Oh, uh, so you get, did stud. you know, did you know about infant like, uh, something syndrome in puppies? No infant, like reliance syndrome or some shit like that. No, but, um, good, great improv skills there. <laughs> if you just add a butt on the end no mm-hmm. i guess it's like if you adopt from a litter and you get two siblings um they like have this syndrome where they become like reliant on each other because they don't spend any time apart so then mm. anytime they're separated they'll like whine and cry and like they just become like useless just shitty dogs and you like, can't train them you can't train them out of it you can beat it out of them now. Damn right. We learned that from the Johnny uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. Yeah, that's what no, we, we learned, learned that. that from the Michael Vick case. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all those pit bulls weren't, weren't relatives because uh, that's uh, that's disability abuse or something like that. I that's am, abusing the sick. However, pit bulls relative. Dale, dale. I've been brushing up on my Spanish recently. Oh, do yeah, you yeah. want to hear hear a um? Spanish slang word that I learned is it work? Uh, mama, is it mama guevo? No, it mean it's cerote. cerote. What does that mean? Piece of shit. Oh, I was I was one. thinking I could use something like this in my <laughs> class, but <laughs> looks like I can't. Or no, I'll get I just, fired. I just yeah. walk up. It's great because you just walk up to Spanish speakers and just go. Cerote. Cerote. Oh, you, you got a point. You can't just walk up to them and like and you know get up all in there. No, they, their they know that I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do it and like like you you've uh like you know them, even though they're strangers on the street, and you gotta yeah. point at anything and be like oh, and just be like cerote. You be like, hey, can you believe this jerk off over here? Cerote. <laughs> As you point yeah, so to that's a child. You keep in your back pocket, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you yeah. point to any child and yeah. you said all day. Today, I I was fed up as much of the 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 nation is with the end of the school year. Um, I was like giving it to a kid, just like, please, just, <laughs> just 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 sit down, just like I'm just like putting them through the the ringer of just like, uh, you got in trouble last week. You are not doing well in this class. You're constantly up at your seat. Just sit down. And then one kid goes like, damn, mistress, like, give like, like you're getting it or whatever. And I go, I go in. Hey, the same to you because you don't stop talking on this. And then, and then another kid goes, damn. And I slap my desk and I go, the next person to say, damn, I am writing up. I dare you to say it. I dare you to say it. I double dog. I verbally was like double dog dare you. And everyone dead silent. And some of them are like the bet, like the nicer kids are like giggling under their breath. And like one kid was about like I could see his mouth open. And I go, I dare you. <laughs> I stand staring right at I dare you. I dare you to do it. And they were all dead silent the rest of the class. Every once in a while, I need like a reality check that I'm not incompetent. And then I am. Yeah. An adult. Every once in a while, you have to like have a little bit of a meltdown. Oh, yeah. I was it's only close it's, today. It's like once it I, if it were once a day, I think uh, I would be out of this profession. But um, it's just the same class all year. And like, yeah, it's like 
once every I would two say weeks. like yeah for me it's like once a month maybe once every six weeks because in general I just don't I mean like it's not that I'm like apathetic I just I just don't care enough oh, to yeah. get that upset about it yeah it, the like, rest yeah, of the class I was yeah, we're getting ass fucked here like I yeah. But like I don't know, me yeah. being in a bad mood about it isn't going to change anything. Yeah. So exactly, and in, in your case, it's a lot of times it's like, hey, we're all in this together. We're all getting yeah. ass blasted. So like, don't add on more, you know, weight to the pile. I'm not gonna be grouchy just yeah. to like can uh, like if I yeah. clench my ass out of my anger and frustration, I'm just it's just gonna get hurt more. It's yeah, it's gonna hurt more when I get yeah. fucked. Exactly. The the it, no matter how much you pucker, you're still gonna get ass blasted. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the I have the same sentiment for the kids sometimes, where I'm like, "Hey, by law, we <laughs> all have to be here. So how about <laughs> we chill for a sec and stop annoying everyone? Yeah. Like, and by everyone, I mean me." Yeah. Legally, the state of Massachusetts requiring you and me to sit in this room together. My favorite is the people because I work with quite a few high schoolers or Mm -hmm. of that age who just treat work like at school. And they're like, hey, I have actually an appointment tomorrow. I can't come to work. And I'm like, well, you're contractually obligated to come to this job or else we will make you not work yeah. here anymore or, or else you don't get paid yeah like, i will oh, fire you, you yeah you do enough of that appointment shit <laughs> you won't come back you can go to all the appointments you want <laughs> yeah the, i i had a sit down with someone the other day who is just absolutely out to lunch and like the conversation was basically like i was like you you didn't show up to work these days and they were like yeah. but i called out and I was like, like, but you still, you, it happened five times this month. Yeah, and you only it, worked like ten times. Yeah, it's it's you, there's object permanence. You, just because <laughs> you called out doesn't mean that the store is closed, like, <laughs> or that the store isn't a nationwide yeah. company that it didn't doesn't, cease that to stops. exist. <laughs> yeah. It's I so I've been slow now that I have like the gamut. It's like. The children I teach are one. I mean, we're so close in the generations, but it's like there's obviously the subsects of of these, the millennials and Gen. My students did tell me that they know for a fact that they are Gen Alpha, which is what news to me. Um, my what what year is it? So what 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 would these the kids I coach have to be? I got like 16 year old. So what is two? They were born in what? 2004. 2004 generation. They're Gen Z's. Okay. So. But where is the cutoff? I feel like we've looked this up a thousand times. Oh. So there, some of them are millennials and some of them are Gen Z. No, we're millennials. 
they are Gen Z. And technically, okay. But you know what I see, I'm, I'm saying. Um, I have my students don't care. And that is like their overall affect is just like, I don't care. Ambivalence. Like, I, I mm-hmm. don't care enough. My high school kids that I coach, they uh, are soft as baby shit. Like, yeah. like they don't want to be talked to and their response isn't, I don't care. It's don't get mad at me. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just, it's, 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 it's the uncoachability of them and everything. Love them to death. They're great kids, but it's, I, and my students are great kids, but it's like when I talked about it with my coach and, and another assistant coach, that's only like two years younger than us because he teaches middle school as well. Um, like when we were in middle school and when we were going through high school and like being coached in like an athletic environment, it was like the coach or the teacher said something, you did it. Yeah. Like there wasn't a, a, but like my middle school is of like the looking at me being like, I don't know what you're saying. And I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't Monday. care to find out what you're saying. <laughs> and then at the, at the high school level, if a coach told me to do something, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Like it would be, it would be like, uh, Hey, uh, Jackson, I want you to go, uh, run to Boxford and back. And I'd be like, okay, but now <laughs> it was literally, like, I mean, welcome to cross country. <laughs> yeah. And now it's, it's, uh, Hey student, um, can you just sit down and it's just, you're not talking to me. I hope you're, you're, I, I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> And then disregard at the high the school level. Room. Yeah. At the high school level, it's hey, uh, player, do you think you can grab the, the bucket of balls and bring them over here? Why do I have to do it? <laughs> There's small English dandy boys um, that I coach. <laughs> Why do I? Father says I don't I shouldn't be picking up buckets of balls. That is but a great yeah. segue because uh the Bruins fired their coach this week. Yeah, Bruce Cassidy. And one of the reasons, one of the rumblings, I can't believe I got that right too. Is that can we just just take a second to applaud me that I remembered who the Bruins coach was? Thanks, guys. I'll be here all day. That he was a big old meanie, and I don't know if I believe it, but like if that is really what it was, then he's the Bruins are just soft as baby shit. Yeah, it's hockey. 12 ply it's hockey i'm sure in the 80s hockey coaches would bring a firearm into the locker room and threaten <laughs> yeah, with dude. it and 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 gretzky was just like this is fine like they, yeah it was just like physical assault was like yeah. the norm yes exactly and now i get yelled at and uh i want to go back to yugoslavia wherever the hell i came from yeah jake debrusque is like the, the guy in the suit said mean words to me yeah and so i can't play good yeah um, he told me i stunk i am this is the most bipolar i've felt about something in a long time <laughs> Because I go from being like, we're doomed and this team will never be good again. And we're going to go through like an Ottawa Senators style, like fall to the bottom of the league and then come back or like 
we're going to tank so hard for like draft picks and then ruin them and have that until we fire our GM. At least you have that hope of that. There is an ebb to your flow. Yeah, but it's going to kill me. Um, Oh yeah. It will be the death of me. It's not fun to, I mean, fingers crossed. Uh, But then the other side of me is that like death by NHL (laughs) Cassidy's strength was defense and he created the defensive scheme within the team that will not necessarily leave and he also was here for and i know he didn't do it but we did we do have two of the best defensemen in the league locked up for i think the next eight years so like i'm not super worried about it there's also rumors floating around about david Pasternak getting traded I will walk in front of a train and that's not really like an empty threat. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know where we will be if we trade David Posture because like, what are we going to trade him for fucking picks? Are we going to trade him for a, another center? Like that's, we're just kicking the can down the road. Like no re-sign him and go figure out something else. You dumb fucks. It's, do does the organization have money? Like, or do we have cap space? Are we able to? I mean, I, I'm sure we'd have to trade something. Not away. like a ridiculous amount of cap space, but like enough to make some moves, um, yeah. for sure. And I think, I mean, the biggest question is I'm also hearing rumblings of like Krejci coming back. That was like that's a big oh. one. He did fly back to the U.S. this week, and then was it where was he? Dallas. No, he was oh, he playing in the overseas. Czech Republic. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. He went, Who went back to home. Dallas from the Bruins. Uh, Tyler Sagan, after he fucked the head trainer's wife. Uh, yes. Yes, of course. And when the was classic that? Classic Bruins story, like 2012, 13. Yep. That's, that's how my brain works. I'm yep. on a 10 year yep. delay. Yep. <laughs> that's, yeah. Ray Allen just got traded. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm going to talk to my bookie. <laughs> Um, um how about also, Bruce yeah. Cassidy had he was not great offensively, and the Bruins were like bottom three of the league in five on five offense created for like the past five years. So I'm kind of of the opinion that like maybe it was time for a change. Mm. He was also struggled with developing players, which is an issue. Um but I don't know that that's something either of those things are things that are going to be fixed by firing him because also like I do have a lot of issues with Don Sweeney and I think that Don Sweeney's asshole farts out too many bad ideas mm-hmm. for this to be like a salvageable. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm very doom and gloom on them right now. Yeah. It depends. Um, it really depends who we hire as the next coach. I was going to say, do you think something like, I mean, who is... If it's uh, Jeff Turbin, I'm fucking all in again. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff Turbin commands a locker room. Jeff Turbin and Jamie Slack are now (laughs) co-managers of the Boston Bruins. Yeah, the guy who will be at Coogan's taking questions. <laughs> They'll be at Coogan's Thursday night taking questions. Yeah, dollar beers and, and, and uh, shutting down your opinions on the yeah. on the team. <laughs> there um, was a great quote because uh Sweeney had his press conference today and actually Fitman texted me and he was like uh, 
he was like, I want to kiss whoever it was who asked Sweeney if firing the coach will change anything as long as he's the one picking the players. (laughs) 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 So the Boston media is not particularly happy. So uh, Uh, you can really feel it in the city this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I give it, let's give a shout out to uh, a UMass legend making his way to the NHL finals. Yeah. Kale McCarr, mm. the only the sweet hockey player piece I know of the Oilers. The Bruins. What? Well, sweet piece on the Oilers, dude. Yeah. Uh, I had to this morning because I was listening to part of my take with Biz, and I had to listen this morning, uh, or rather, I had to look up this morning on the way to work. Um, Kale McCarr, just to like be like, he was on play. He did play for UMass, correct? Yeah. I could no. have, sw- <clears throat> I could have sworn he was uh, number one, our age, and number two, just like a kid from Walpole. No, nope. nah, he's, he's from, from Canada, Alberta. and he's like four years younger than us. He's from Alberta, and he's younger than us by a lot. Yes, I could have sworn was- the kid was just from like Central Massachusetts. <laughs> And he definitely wasn't. <laughs> nope. Nope. But he's like, I think he was a freshman when we were seniors. Yeah. 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 But he had played like the juniors. He had done the thing. He had gone to play it on Team Canada U19 or whatever it was. So, yeah. Yeah. IIHF Worlds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's as much as I can get into to hockey as I can. Yeah. And I was talking hockey with the Drawing yeah. Zone podcast. Um, <clears throat> Celtics, uh, we're at the split coming into Boston tomorrow night. Um, I feel like you excited. gotta think that, uh, splitting the first two games is kind of a win overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, th- someone, someone posed the question, mm-hmm. would you, if you were no matter what going to split the series away, would you rather win the first or the second game? And I think I am happy with um, the first. With this I think team the first is the answer. Winning the first, losing the second, because all it's been the talk of the NBA, which now we I'm are a about bounce back team. Yeah, it, I'm, it's now going to jinx it. I'm knocking on wood now. We're like six and zero <laughs> off of the loss, yeah. and to even extend the um, the stat more. Since January, like the second week of January 2022, we had not lost back-to-back games. Since January, we have not lost back-to-back games. Jesus. Yeah. That stat went out into the universe, and I immediately let out a squeaky fart because I'm not <laughs> happy that I'm not happy that the universe knows that now. No, it's not because <laughs> that is just Taylor made for not that it not coming true. Um, but uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, yeah, I really Why are they doing like the extra days off here? Well, because with the I mean, with the finals and everything, like it showed how also huge travel difference. If you really think about true. it now, yeah, <clears throat> it's literally the opposite ends of, of the country. Um, and, uh, they wanted to, they, they've said like, they want it to be the best, um, play. So they're going to give got like multiple days rest. And it has something to do with just like tuning in. Like they found that statistically less people tune in when it's like 
um, it just skips like a night. It was like people would be like, oh, like I watched game one, mm-hmm. game two is what? The next in the, uh, you know, the day after tomorrow, uh, I'll, I'll wait till uh, game three and everything. So it's like the, the, the hype builds up o- over a few days. Yeah, I also I, I'm makes sense. I'm big on the NBA is at least minorly rigged. And so I think for sure the series is going seven. Yeah, uh, I had going seven from the get go. Uh, I think anytime there are big market teams, I think the series goes yeah, seven I, in the playoffs. I really don't want to get into it too much because I have, I could, the whole podcast could have been, I, it's, it's lewd, it's salacious, outrageous how Steve Javi, um, this square headed fuck, <laughs> has on national television said that, uh, they need to take in consideration if a player already has a tech that they will consider that and then really lean towards not giving him the second. Yeah. Well, um, I, what are you talking about? I have uh, decided that, um, you know, uh, I missed the first bullet at your skull, Steve Javi. So I'm really going to consider not firing the second one. That's what I think. What the fuck? Like, Draymond isn't special. I, I'm really, I'm praying to the lords above that Scott Foster is the head official tomorrow night because Scott Foster, his his blood runs green. Um, uh, and Tony Brothers was, uh, had his, Scott Zarba had his head up his ass or Zach Zarba, whatever the fuck that guy, that curly, <laughs> that friggin' Crispin Glover looking motherfucker with his curly little <laughs> dip do hair. Um, I hate him and I hate his guts. And Tony Brothers had uh, his, a hose up his ass and it was just filling with helium and he was just rising into the rafters because he was non-existent. Like Tony Brothers either helps us or he truly makes a like a, a, a game like he makes decisions and he was just nowhere. He was yeah. the one to, Tony Brothers was the one to save us from from Zarba and he didn't. So Tony and the Tones can go lick my nuts. <laughs> that's all. The I, videos I, that I. the videos that came out from that game the other night were ridiculous. A total rough show. And now <laughs> all of my Twitter is just I, the it was like suggested to me the uh, absolute ump show fan yes. account, and it was just just like clips of like uh, like umps and little league taking. Yes, over. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's incredible, dude. There was I, one I where it. some kid. In like a college, like a D three college game, tried to pimp a home run, and the ump ran up behind him and shoved oh, yeah. him to start running. Yeah, what are you oh, yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw one where it was clearly like it was like a, a you know a collision at home plate as the ball was coming in, and like the kid, the 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 um, uh, what do you call it? The catcher dropped the ball off on the collision. Yeah, and so it was a little like hairy. And I think again, it was like a it was like a high school thing. A little hairy of a con- collision. Like you could have easily thrown the kid out for just being like, "This is you know, we're fourteen running into each other yeah. right now. Like take it easy." But the kid got up, saw the ball was there, and t- like looked at the ref and tapped home plate, and then started walking away and raised his hand. And then the catcher picked up, didn't know the kid tapped mm-hmm. home plate. And tapped the kid, and the ref called him out, and then the a coach just came flying in with like a yeah. knee or, or something. Like I that. mean, Jeff Turbin would have pummeled that guy. Yeah, 
He would have I think, beat him senseless with his clipboard. I think Jeff Turbin, if that happened several years ago, I don't think Jeff Turbin would be alive right now. I think he would have <laughs> exploded into a ball of rage. <laughs> we would have been having, the, we would have been honoring Jeff Turbin the, for his, his pre 5 a.m. jog. Kef, Jeff Turbin would have exploded <laughs> with uh, energy that didn't know where to go. I think the 5 a.m. jog Jeff Turbin has become there would a much be, calmer person. There would be there would be a crater yeah. at American Legion Park. <laughs> Just, Everyone would be like, did, was there a suicide bomber at a little league yeah. game? <laughs> no, that was just pure uh, pure anger by uh, <laughs> a coach. Rage. Just yeah. rage. Unfiltered Blind rage. Blind <laughs> rage. <laughs> Every- it just evaporation. There would be just, just like, just, just the like, th- like Thanos snapping his finger. Yep. Just the dust falling. <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin at first base falling. Over. Kevin with like five gloves on falling down. Ralph Francisconi is just in the outfield. Like, what is happening, bro? Justin Brown getting smushed in the face, but the ball goes right through as he's evaporating. J-Max at shortstop, just like I saw this coming, man. Yeah. I saw this fucking yeah, coming. Uh, yeah, uh, this is, I'm all I'm out. This is that's that's a no for me, dog. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta end on that. No. <laughs> yeah, we're done. We we reached the pinnacle. Oh. <laughs> oh Christ. All right. Hey, um, my uh coaching coming to an end school's coming to an end i'm going to be more vigilant on getting on and recording for our listeners um uh, follow us on the shits uh this has been jackson from the podcast keep it sleazy and i'm out hey baloney if you ever kill somebody just call 911 you'll be fine yeah and leave and yeah leave, leave the scene of the crime only facts, I will shoot up Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger Top billing, come cops and billing His shots is blocked, shipped out and bought And y'all feeling it LP killing it, killing my killing shit What more can I say? We top billing it Valiant without villainy, it Viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages Burning, looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us We curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to talk away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away hey, Yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it to gut away Live to shoot another day